the reason that I came forward in 2021 um, at the Lincoln Memorial was at the behest of this council of beings who wanted Washington, essentially, um, and all of the intelligence agencies to know, essentially, that time is running out. Time is up. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Lauren.Live, the spirituality and health podcast. I have Anjali Schultz with me. How are you today? Hello. Very nice to see you, Lauren. I'm doing really well. Thank you. Well, I'm really pleased to have you on the show. Um, I had the opportunity to chat with Anjali about a month ago on the phone. So we kind of got to know each other and a little bit about her crazy cool story and gift that she um, gets to share with everybody. Um, some people may be familiar with who you are, others not. So um, Anjali is a former intelligence officer and um, she's been visited by beings. She calls it the council, um, or they like to be called the council, correct? <laughs> um, yes, correct. Yes. Um, I, yes. Yes, yeah. And they're beings from other places, not on Earth. So we're going to be talking about whatever you want to call it beings, ETs, aliens, divine messengers, you name it. But um, she is basically a bridge for them and mm. she has a lot of really cool work and messages that she's trying to get out to the world so i know that's a lot and that's not everything but we don't have forever so i really want to get in because there's just so much to share um yeah can you just give a quick background just on like the council like how did these people even start coming through to you as when you were younger correct Right. Um, my earliest memory of contact with what I would consider um, another person, another kind of person um, uh, that have been called beings, uh, I was four um, and we were a military family um, and we lived in Jacksonville, Florida. Long story short, there was a craft that was witnessed over our home by dozens of people, um, and including my mother. And I have a an upcoming episode of of a program that I'm putting together to help showcase some of those moments um, with two of the witnesses who were there that night who can can't they can't test you know testify to the fact that um, I was in the craft. Okay, that's I'm the only one who can do that but they can testify that I was not with them and um, that I was the only one who wasn't there. Um, and uh, I, so I met them that night um, and they introduced me to a lot of children um, who didn't look quite human enough. They looked very other um, and there were adults who were there as well um, who also looked you know, what we would consider to be more other than um, human looking, but they had a lot of the features. Um, they were all hairless um, and um, lighter skin, uh, more of a, um, like some, somewhere between a tan and a gray color. Um, and, uh, you know, large eyes, small mouths, um, small noses, very lanky, and 
they they just said that they were my family and that these other children who were there were other attempts to put their consciousness into a human enough body you know a body that that um can experience the full uh the full experience that we do in this materialization and in this kind of biotechnology they call it a biotechnology um and uh so i was i was successful and um so they said that they they planted me in my mother and and here we are today um and so that was my earliest contact memory. And, uh, you know, it gets, gets very interesting from there. Really. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I've heard things like this, so it's still like, oh, my gosh, this is crazy. But also I've heard it, so I'm like, okay, well, I've heard many people telling me this kind of stuff. Like I go to a medium that says she sees them floating in the, over Bellevue, which is a suburb, like all the time, darting around. And she's seen people like shapeshift, you know, all kinds yes. of stuff. So it's like I totally believe it, but... It is just fascinating, and obviously this is a cool time to be doing this recording because there's obviously been some recent public disclosures now, so that's right. so conspiracy anymore. I mean, we're actually getting government saying things, and who cares really about that because a lot of us know it's existed before, but I just think this topic might be even more interesting to people because, mm-hmm. you know, they do. They want evidence, and they want to... They want to... They do. Yeah. They're skeptical, and I get that. Absolutely, um, and and anyone and everyone should be skeptical. Um, I think that the best way for anyone to find out whether or not it's it, the phenomena is real and engaging with us is for for those people to go out and and really seek those experiences yeah. and seek that contact um, and not just seek to refute, but seek to find. Um, and so it, intention has a lot to do with it. And I, I don't really quite understand that other than, than to address it from like a, a frequency. Um, yes, they're saying that it, it has to do with resonance. And um, if you are... Hold on. I'm sorry. I'm not. I'm having a difficult time yeah. understanding. Um, oh, <laughs> okay. I understand. Okay, so uh, I, please apologize. I have to apologize. Um, please accept my apology. So. So what they were were doing was actually communicating with with me about something that I had been thinking about right before the show, and I, I got a little confused. So um, they what what we what they want us to understand is that that at any moment where we are, it it almost looks like a procession, like where the Earth is and where um, the astral bodies are and the astral astronomical bodies are um in like it this is wild it, it's like it looks like this almost um like but it's it's like it's supposed to be 
us, like moving through like space or something, but it looks more like this. Um, it's almost like it's folded on each other or something, but um, that as we go through that, though, this, as we're traveling, like we're not just, you know, moving around the sun and we're not just rotating, you know, that we're also moving through space, yeah. which we all understand. Mm-hmm. But they're saying that it's almost like a procession like a, a procession of a cycle that we continue, like we continue to repeat that it's bigger than the cycle that we're even able to observe because we're inside of it. Right. And we don't have, we don't have the ability to look outside and see um, the larger perspective that they have. Um, and so depending on um, where our personal vibration is okay whether our thoughts are more oriented towards um, neutrality and not having a position you know really trying to ride that stoic um, anything that happens is fine maybe it is maybe it isn't but it's fine you know or um, leaning more towards the side of a, a more positive orientation where um, we seek we seek compassion and unity before we seek um, to be right and you know and this, the needs of ourself over um, our we we will deprioritize for the needs of others um, versus really having a more of a threat orientation perspective of life and feeling that uh, life is a competition with others and that there is this real definitive line between um, you and me and, and there's no, you know, there's no blur, there's no, you know, shared biome or energy. Um, and so you know, that's a spectrum that, that we can all be on at any point And that while we're going, I'm trying to get all to this, while we're going through this like time space, what we're experiencing is um, different groups. It's like different time periods that were like, I don't, it's so confusing. It's, It's like both of those things, like. Like there's only certain periods of time that we'll be able to interact with certain beings. Um, and, um, and it's all part of the procession, this larger procession that I don't understand. Wow. I mean, it's like, I get it, but that's just all, I don't know. It's a lot, right? Like this, well, I should say first, um, Anjali had told me this, but, and I'm familiar with this from working with people that are kind of, I call you like bridges or like you got, you know, you are your bridge to another dimension or other, you know, messages basically. That's so amazing for us. It's a gift for people that don't get things that come through, but she's literally getting things live. That's why she's like, hold on, I'm getting something. So she's literally getting stuff coming in all the time. And so even in podcasts, right? Like if I'm asking a question, yes. they might even be able to answer. So that's what's so cool about this. So if you kind of hear yes. her saying things like, hold on, wait a minute, that's her actually getting information and then you have to kind of translate it in or like I've heard before, it's almost like a radio signal. Like sometimes you're not fully understanding what they're saying and you have to kind of like piece it together, right? That's right. Yeah. Because it's not, um, it's not, it's not words, you know, they're not speaking still, English into my brain, yeah. you know, um, it's, it's the, it's so difficult to, 
to even wrap my own head around, even though I, I experience it. Um, it, it is, it's, I get a face, um, and with that face is that's like their hello right. and you re, I receive an intention with it. So it's like, um, uh, maybe it's like a soul mark or something yeah. like, Hey, oh. you know, this is who I am. I'm not really sure, but everyone feels a little different. Okay. Um, so the intentions are what is so super cool is that you feel that vibration pretty quick. And so, um, it's, it's easier to decide whether or not you want to engage because free will is a very strong part of this. Um, uh, so you can decide whether or not you want to engage by what, how that, how you resonate with that hello. And then, and then you just suddenly get this information. It comes in like, like an image, um, that has all kind of metadata in it that tells you all about, you know, it's all, it, it, and you just all know all the information at once. And some, and then you have to try to like, I don't want to say back engineer, but it, it's, um, it, intention is so perfect, perfectly there, but interpreting and putting it through this biotech mm-hmm. And trying to sift it and not put in personal biases and and inject dogma, um, you know, to try to not do those things and just figure out exactly what they're trying to say. It's it's really challenging, you know, and and um, but it's it's magical at the same time because when you get it when you feel like as you it's kind of like stumbling through a forest you know and then you come into a small clearing and it's like oh my gosh this is so beautiful and all of a sudden you know stumbling through the forest you know it wasn't so bad um that's kind of what like getting the download at first is like it's kind of like stumbling around you know in some deep underbrush trying to figure out exactly what it is that just happened and how to explain it. And then it kind of starts to sort out in, in our own, uh, you know, our own little computers brains and, and that comes out into a language. And then I, yeah. Yeah. And, and I wait, you know, I, it, before it comes out of my mouth, you know, I usually will get some kind of confirmation that like I'm going the right way. Like, yes, continue, you know? So, um, that's fascinating. So like, you said that they're different beings that come through. Do you ever see the same one or have this, you know, conversations or stuff that comes through, like you said, the council, like are there ones that are steady in your life that come through and then yes. are there just different ones that randomly come in as well? There are mostly steady ones that come that, that I have relationships with every once in a while. I will hear from someone that I'm not familiar with. Um, and sometimes I don't engage, you know, um, Sometimes, sometimes I do, and it's, it's not really helpful. It's, or it's confusing in some way. And I think, you know, whoa, is this some, (laughs) I know it's going to sound funny, but is this some rogue actor that's, you know, talking to me now? And, um, because it might just be a little off and I'm not really sure, um, if I'm not resonating or, you know, exactly what's wrong, but, um, it's, uh, it's, it's a, it's, it's a wild experience and I, but I wouldn't trade it for anything. Um, and, and really one of the things that they wanted 
the reason that I came forward in 2021 um, at the Lincoln Memorial was at the behest of this council of beings who wanted Washington, essentially, um, and all of the intelligence agencies to know essentially that time is running out. Time is up. Um, what What is running out? Um, what is happens at the end of that time? I'm not really sure. Um, but they really wanted Washington, D.C. to be very clear that they are here and um, that um, that it's time for disclosure, that we are coming to the end of a cycle, actually a couple of cycles that seem to be kind of, you know, interwoven with each other um, and that we have to prepare for that, that we are going to start experiencing more open contact with them um, and that the more of us who um, meditate and put our mind towards um, having positive um, open relationships with with the other beings um that that the more like the the it's almost like uh it will it'll speed it up like it, it's almost like it's um you know like it, it uh like we're helping you know um i don't know exactly how how to explain it but like the more that we do it the more we manifest it and um so it's incredibly important to be mindful of the narrative that we tell ourselves, um, the narratives that we buy into, um, that they say, um, as far as I'm concerned, as long as they're going to give that advice that we have to be careful about the narrative, then that, then I go, Oh, okay. Well, that means I have to be careful about your narrative too. You know, let's, let's examine every narrative, um, and, uh, and make sure that, you know, we're, we're going out there mindfully intending to have positive relationships with beings that are telling us that it is inevitable that it will happen. Um, and that it begins with conscious communication. Um, and that that is how they will familiarize us with them prior to us physically sharing the space yeah. and being able to perceive them with our physical senses, with yeah. our material senses yeah, that, makes sense. that they will get to know us through other ways first. And we will get to know them so that when we meet them, we will know who they are. We'll be like, Oh, there you are. And we'll be like scared. Right. Cause everyone just thinks like it's the, like a movie and you just like see the alien and like, let's go shoot them. They're bad. That's right. It's like, well, that's one, one reason. I mean, maybe you can't, I don't that's know right. how much you, you know, you weren't going to get censored, but like, I have actually been censored once before, not on this topic, oh. but not on this topic. But, um, uh, you know, it's like, why is the government taking so long to disclose this? Well, too many people are having contact, too, too many people kind of know. And then there's just people that like think they know because they like see all these movies and they want to believe, like, like I want to believe, right? Like that whole thing. But yeah. We're intrigued mm -hmm. for a reason. Um, but I think, I think there's two reasons. I mean, you probably know more than I do because you have a government background, but it's like, they can't keep this forever. We know like there's anti-gravity and Nikola Tesla. There's these technologies that exist higher intelligence, higher intelligence right? right and mm -hmm. i feel like i've just heard so many people like literally talk about them actually there are different hybrids like walking around on earth too so a lot of That's us right. don't know that or can't see it so 
I think it's being sprinkled. One, we don't, you can't give it to it all at once. People are going to freak out, right? That's right. Like yes, said, absolutely. Like, let's talk with them telepathically. Let's see some UFOs. Like they're kind yeah, of- you start to show show them an show an image of yeah. themselves. You know, usually that's you know how I my very first memory of them was um, you know seeing an image of them. Yeah. I was a child when I was really tiny, yeah. but the older that I got, um, uh, an, another uh, I had two other incidences where they would like transform. I keep looking at them like they're over here, but they're not. It's just my mind's eye Um, where I was watching an owl and the owl transformed very slowly into, into a being right there in front of me into, and, um, and I lost hours and hours of time after that. And um, uh, so, you know, they, it, it can be quite an ontological shock, yeah. um, but we're we're getting to a point where we are ready, um, and not on, only are we ready, but they're saying that there are things that are going to happen to our physical environment that is making it necessary for us to um, to prepare for this contact because because it's simply going to happen, right. not because they're going to make it happen. Um, not because anybody is making it happen, but there are going to be conditions where in this procession, it's it's a new word. I just, it just came today while when we were talking and and it came and I understood for the first time, I was like, wait, this is like a procession of things and like, we're going through it. Mm -hmm. And, um, so it's inevitable that this is going to happen. And so, Rather than scare the bejesus out of everybody, you know, they're truly trying to do a number of things. You know, one, prepare everyone spiritually so that it isn't such a shock. Um, Start that conscious communication. Um, Set those intentions now um, to seek to understand how how this is happening, you know, how in the world is any of this really possible? Um, uh, you know, I don't have the answer to that. I have no idea, but they want us to seek after that answer. Um, because it's in that willingness to accept that we don't have those answers that the possibilities begin to open up in front of us. And it's like doors to the mind opening, Mm -hmm. you know, and, um, and that's how they're able to communicate is by us being open to it. Um, and, um, so, so it's inevitable and we're coming to a point where, um, some, there are beings who are looking for their people that they have, they have placed inside of this, this biotechnology that is, that materializes here, you know, and that's able to live here in this world on this planet and have these experiences with these senses. Um, They're saying that they have, um, that there are people that they're looking for who are literally there. It's so the veil here, it's like a veil. I don't know how else to to call it and it's I was blown away that everybody else was calling it that I thought I had discovered something I didn't discover anything everybody else has already been talking about it I was like oh so 
we're all on the same page about this veil thing. Yeah. <laughs> News to me. I'm trying to work on lifting mine, honey. Let's just, yeah. Peel, peel it was that. wild. I couldn't believe it. Yeah. Oh, but um, anyway, um, so they're saying that that um, it's that it's so that like the density here is it, it's like it's so we're so heavy and um, so far from like the source of our conscious energy. Okay, that allows us to to connect to information, um, to allow us to, to have knowledge, um, to allow us to materialize and our, our intentions and, um, to experience a material manifestation, you know, that material energy rather than the spiritual energy. And they both come from the same place, but where we are, we're so far on the other end of the spectrum that we're at, like at the dark end, right. we're at the, the, the dark edge, and and the light in the source of our consciousness is so far away from us that um, that we literally just sleep, and all they need us to do is wake up so that they can find us. Right. That's. They, they want to find their people. So that's happening too. Um, so it's very, it's very complicated. And, and that's why I thought that it, the best thing for me to do rather than go on a series of podcasts um, and, and in programs where I have, you know, a finite amount of time to explain things um, and retell stories, unfortunately, rather really get into that nitty gritty was to have a program that I can just tell, tell what is happening. And then I will have other people, other experts who will come on, who will kind of try to explain how, what I'm saying, is there any possible way that what I'm saying is true? You know, whatever it is. Um, I have a, a really nice lineup of, um, of scientists, um, uh, uh, psychedelic warriors. Um, I'm doing this for, for some Reddit folks um, that uh, will be very happy to see that I will have some psychedelic warriors who will come on and will examine the, not only the um, experiences that I've had, but um, how were they sensory wise versus what they have experienced and know from their academic and their personal anecdotal experience with, um, you know, micro, um, microdosing and other kinds of psychedelic usage um, to explore what does that look like? You know, what are the differences when, when you're having a psychedelic experience and you have that intention to have that experience versus, um, you know, just another end of the spectrum and um, try to delineate between um, what is sensory perception and what is material perception. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. So it's really just cool. one, and that's just one program, you right. know. Um, that's cool that you're working on that. That's a cool angle. Yeah. Um, gosh, there's just so much. Well, I have two questions really quick. This one's just maybe sure. a smaller, quick for fun, because then I do want to get more into the deep side that you're talking about, like the consciousness and the awakening, because I think that's the whole point of all this. But like, just for yes. fun to kind of understand it. Um, the ones that you did see when you're four. Um, yeah. 
again, because this is just like helps people like this is for fun again. Like this helps people kind yeah. of like prove it, right? Like I gather yeah. data from guests and people and I'm creating my own like, you know, truths. But do they look like the ones that we see in movies or like the emoji that has like the big eyes? Like it seems like a lot of people are saying they're like they have that translucent skin or that skin with no hair and they have bigger eyes. Like it seems like that's very common. Like would they do they look like an alien that we've learned you know what I mean? Like growing up seeing they, shows. Um, well, Some. I have seen multiple kinds of yeah. beings um, that I would say are humanoid mm. um, because they they are standing on what you know they are, they appear to be bipedal. Okay. You know that's how they appear. They appear bipedal, um, and they you know have arms and hands, and they use them and. You know, they have shoulders and chests and necks and heads, right. you know, you know, that sort of thing. And so for me, that's humanoid. Right. Um, and maybe. But they don't have genders. I've heard a lot like they're more just kind of asexual or something or like. I accept. I will have to say that um, th- I have a couple of exceptions to that. Um, the the ones that people typically call the tall whites. Mm-hmm. They're the ones with the very um, alabaster skin. You know, they're very beautiful. Um, and um, they, uh, you know, have very blonde, pale hair, yeah. um, pale blue eyes. Just they're beautiful. Yeah. They're beautiful. They're tall. Um, people call them the Nordics yep. or the tall whites. Yeah. Um, extremely gendered. Yeah, still, okay. uh, definitely the ability to discern between a male sure. and a female pretty okay. easily. Um, so, but you are correct that in the, all of the other beings, I have not seen any signs sure. of gender. Um, but with the, the full light being the lady that I see, um, who's peachy and, and bright and light. And it, her, it, her skin is, I, I can't even call it skin. It's almost just like, um, she's just encapsulated light. Yeah, that's cool. You know, and, um, around her is just ambient. It's not like she's like, you're looking at a light bulb, sure. you know, the light yeah. is inside of her. And that you can't, I can't really tell there's no hair or anything, but it's a very strong, feminine, mm. extremely right. feminine, yeah. um, uh, spirit. Feminine. Absolutely. Yeah. Cause I've heard yeah. about that too. Like there's feminine and masculine energies, not only here on earth with humans or, but throughout just like the universe itself, it's kind of almost yeah. like, yeah, but well, thanks for answering. That's fun. I mean, we could spend a whole episode just talking about what they look like. And, um, yeah. I, I read that yeah. Patrick DeHaan has the alien handbook. If anyone's ever interested, he talks a lot about different descriptions and stuff, but I guess kind of, this is a good like segue back into the consciousness and stuff. I know it doesn't necessarily like matter to get into all the details, but because this is what we do when we're humans and we're dissecting, it's part of our understanding. So it's like, From what I've understood, and it's kind of some of the things that you're saying, there are different beings throughout the universe. We're on Earth. We're called humans, and there's, like, humanoids. It sounds like um, there's a lot of intelligence, commonality with the intelligent design. 
arms, heads, they may be different, but similar, right, designs, which is fascinating in itself. Um, Absolutely. So like the, the creators kind of creating a lot of different beings with similar similarities, but also differences. Mm-hmm. So are these beings like, um, seems like there's like layers of consciousness and different beings that are holding different amounts of consciousness. And I've even heard there are different planets with people that people, not people, beings that are less conscious than even we are as humans. And so we're on this path, right, of consciousness, trying to know ourselves, trying to know source. Is the whole point of these beings um, life to help us wake up it seems like they're coming through down to you and they're wanting to help us wake up it's like that's their purpose in the universe right it's to help us further wake up to our true self well i don't know about the true self um that's not something that they've said okay Okay. um a lot of people have asked me about the higher self the true self and i don't know you know i don't know yet it you know how that or if that plays into this at all um so I guess what the, I mean about yourself, maybe I should rephrase that. Um, okay. I believe, and I've heard, and I, again, I don't really know for sure, but just what I'm gathering so far in my life here is that we're all one, we're all connected to source, but we have this veil right now and we're kind of asleep. Um, mm-hmm. We're just part of consciousness experiencing itself. Um, are they helping us trying to know, like, ourselves as the divine as part of this consciousness i guess like that's what i mean by truth yes absolutely so what's really interesting about the council is um that they they have said that um that they know this is wild that they know the creator of this world yeah they um they do not know who created them okay but they know who created us. Interesting. Um, they are not gods. They are older. They've they've just they've just been around longer than we have. Um, they're also they're saying that we have the ability to create life just as as we were created. Okay. That we will, that we are stumbling into that right now. And it's too soon. This is all coming like right now. Um, so they're telling us that, that, okay. That it's too soon because we are not consciously awakened and, um, mindful of our connection to source and to everything. Um, and therefore, when we create, we create like in, in separation. We're creating in separation from consciousness. Um, that, see, that, that doesn't make sense either. So hold on. I might not be getting that right. Because how can we? Hold on. We're not creating. We we don't we don't create in separation. In conscious in like separation from consciousness. But we create 
like unconsciousness, okay. like unawareness. Yeah. Okay. I, I don't know. So almost like the apps, not like being asleep, sure. but like we're creating because we're so far connected from our own source right now that when we create something, it it's like, kind it's not really, yeah, no, that makes a, sense. it's, I don't know how to say it. I, I, mean, I don't I understand what you mean. Like what uh, we're creating, it's not, I guess the full potential of like this consciousness. It's like we're creating, but it's like, it's unconscious in a way. Like, I mean, I understand what you're trying to say. That's right. Essentially we have to, we have to evolve yes. and like consciously transcend and coalesce our light consciousness together. Like that's the whole, that's the goal. Um, and there seems to be, at the council level, there seems to be some um, some d- disagreement or, you know, they're not quite all on the same page about this. But there there's another group that is over, I don't want to say over them, like a hierarchy. But, I mean, they, you know, they're, they're closer to source consciousness. They, they have, they have more knowledge. Sure. They're older. Um, and so you know, they're, they're guides, they're good guides, sure. you know, um, and, and, and they say that the, that, that what they want from humanity, okay, is for humanity to reach its fullest potential, which it means that we are given the free will and to, to choose our own path of development um, and to recognize that, that when we make those choices, that it, that it does create a decision. It's like a, a decision point yeah. um, that, that we're coming up to some really big decision points and that some of us are going to, decide we're just going to it's a choice that we are already making um that we're going to decide to do one thing while the other decides to do another thing and that there's no wrong choice um that it's that everything is on the same path and on the same cycle of basically fully awakening and self-discovery fascinating which I feel like is what's happening yeah. in our conscious world with like, I'm just, is there easy to say? Cause it's recent stuff like COVID stuff, like the vaccines, like healthcare, homeschooling, not homeschooling, mm-hmm. you know, digital currency, regular currency. Like there's so many facets of life that are being shook up. And it's like you said that we're coming to the end of these cycles, but it's yeah. happening for a reason because it's like shaking us. Like this isn't working. Like, you know, we've heard about all these things, That's like right. paradigms and they're, crumbling but it's true it's like we really are in this place where we have all these cool technologies some of it's helping us some of it's actually dumbing us down right and so you're choosing like how do you want to want to use a podcast let's talk about consciousness like that's a cool way of using technology i think but uh, sounds like yeah we have these beings that you're talking to or other people are talking to that are helping us try to wake us up um, but it sounds like they also have guides that are trying to help them, maybe help us or help them with their levels of consciousness too. Is that what you understand? Do they have their own guides? Yeah, I mean, my <laughs> yes. I think that um, that none of us are ever without 
guidance yeah, totally. without a spiritual because we are we truly are at this point i honestly believe that we are all connected yes. can i can i prove it well no i'm i can't because i'm not a physicist but i have a really cool upcoming guest that i think is going to prove that we are indeed all the same totally. and i'm really excited about that and um so you know i i think that um as that we have to we have to respect one another's right to experience this in the way that that we want to experience this. Yeah. Okay, meaning that um, if if there are people who are really not down for disclosure, I, I don't I don't know what what the beings plan is for people who are afraid. Mm. Um, I know they have said that if there are some people who don't want to transcend to the next density of, co of co consciousness coalescence, if they want to stay in the material third density experience, that they can, that they can do that and right. that they will just suddenly wake up and um, they're, they're living a life somewhere else. They have no idea that this ever even happened. That's crazy. Um, they will 100% like earth who earth, what, you know, Lauren, who, yeah. who's Anjali, what are you talking about? That's you know, like none of this ever happened. Like, this is just a theory. It's coming through that you're talking about this. Like maybe that's what happened to us. Like maybe we were, I mean, I've heard we come from other planets. I've had readings. I've been told I'm comfort. You know, a lot of people believe they come from the yeah. Pleiades cluster and they have a lot of psychic abilities here now and helping people. But it's like, maybe we were in other worlds and we can't remember that. That's the veil. We're here now experiencing that's this. the like, veil. Yeah. I don't know. That's just fascinating. I know. But it's also <laughs> and it's all, all we can do is just pontificate. But it's you know, also I mean, so complicated. Like, like, until, oh until we get, you know, more. Sometimes I think I'm like, okay, source, like I get it. Like, you wanted to experience this through Lauren and Anjali and these light beings and Mary and Jesus and animals and trees. But I'm like, oh my gosh, this is complex. We're trying to wake up to what we are, but oh my gosh, it's, it's so complex. It's insane. But at the same time, it's so beautiful and we're all, I wouldn't have it in the other way. Yeah. But so this is cool. So I've thought about this before and you kind of are alluding to this with a lot of your messages. It sounds like we can't wake up, like even just the disclosure thing, like we can't all wake up, um, until we're all woken up together. It's a collective thing. It seems like you hear a lot about this from spiritual guides and aliens and, and spiritual That's wisdom right. teachers that like, it has to be a collective awakening in order for anything to change, for densities to change, for cycles to end, for us to become more consciousness conscious, right? So that's mm -hmm. why it's so important for us to be talking about these things and small sprinkles of disclosure. So over time, everyone might accept it or not accept it, but we have to all, we're all connected. So it would make sense that it would have to be a group consciousness, right? Absolutely. Yeah. Um, it, it's... I say absolutely. Like, yes, it absolutely makes sense. Does it absolutely make sense? I don't know. That's probably an overkill. Sure. But at this point, this is how my brain works. Uh, you know, it's so it's for me, it's a it's a foregone conclusion. You know, sure. um, but uh, I I think that what they what they want to convey the most is that we have 
the choice. Yes. Okay. And it, so I don't, it is a collective awakening and I, but I don't understand how some will go on to another place and will, you know, have a a life there and won't remember any of this. Um, and how that happens and what that looks like. I have no idea, you know, it, 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 but, but they say that, and then they say we have, you know, that that's, a choice that we make. And then those of us who want and have awakened because we have sought it and we're ready and we wake up and we want to transcend into the fourth density um, and move towards consciousness coalescence, then that group will do that. So that's my understanding of the collective. It isn't that every single human being has to choose the same thing but that we will collectively go this way right. or that way. And we have choices and yeah, cause maybe you're awakening. Like I feel like I've awakened a lot just informationally wise and I've come into intuitive stuff and I feel like I'm awakening, but maybe I'll choose to come back to continue to awaken people. Or maybe I decide I exactly. want to go somewhere else. Like, I don't know. We'll see. But cause the whole thing about reincarnation, right. right? Like maybe we have all been continuing to just come back into this 3d plane. We haven't learned our lessons or we're intrigued or we're, trying to wake up more like there's probably multiple reasons um yeah this has something to do with a very long cycle and and um and and that might be what was what prompted the procession um comment from them today was that we're we're coming into a point where it's almost like a train stop, you know, mm-hmm. like the train's coming in. We only come to this train stop, you know, yeah. once every 25,000 years or whatever. And so we better get off now or you're going to, if go. you want off yeah. or you're going to, or, you know, we'll see you in 25,000 years or yeah, whatever. That's fascinating. You know? and, I mean, I say, I say whatever, I'm not trying to ju- no, you know, throw, it. throw things it's around. It's just that a lot, it is. you know, 24 to 25,000 years. What's, what's, I don't know. What's the difference when we're talking like sure. that? I don't know. Wow. It is quite um, fascinating. So we're coming up to like a pit stop, um, a point, a, a point in the procession where um, we'll be able to make decisions that won't be able to be made for a, quite a while. Right, otherwise. Right. Yeah, and maybe all these things happening on Earth, all this chaos, it's like a chance to look at it in a different perspective. And I think it has awakened a lot of people, you know, I think some of these things as horrible so. as they are, they're actually, they're gifts. You know, a lot of people have said they've, I mean, I started the podcast during COVID and I know a lot of people wrote books mm-hmm. and have their own awakenings. Like there's a lot of gifts in this turmoil. And I think mm-hmm. it's a chance for us to look at things differently. Um, yes. So one other question, this, cause this is fascinating. So okay. your guides have said that they don't, they know that this was created by multiple creators, this earth or a creator. They just, they said they haven't said, they just said they know who created this. So there is a creator of this particular planet and experience, which would allude to there. No, like, yeah. Like created us in this world. Yes. I don't know if they, if that's the same as the earth. Okay. Do you know what I mean? Sure. Um, I don't know that that. Okay. But I mean, it feels like it's other... something different. Yeah. It feels a little different okay. than what they're saying. Have they alluded to, have they ever told you before that there are other creators of other like planets or worlds? 
Absolutely. And that's what, that's why they want, um, the, the, the consciousnesses who are in third density to, um, you know, to come to fruition, um, to, to be ready to, to coalesce and to bring its knowledge and its understanding together, um, uh, to in the future, and it could be a very long time from now. I mean, again, I don't even know how to deal with numbers like this. Um, but that for all I know, it could be five seconds or 5 million years, you know, what do I know? But that in that at some time, um, we will basically have like a, like a super, a super consciousness creator. Okay. Um, that, that comes together and then, and realizes it comes into like full self-realization. And then through that, after that self-realization, again, the way that consciousness spreads and continues forward is that it splinters again and forgets itself and begins all over again. Sounds like a Z. And so it's a continual it's a, cycle. It's a circle. It's like a cycle within a cycle. Uh, so I always say it's like babushka doll cycles, you know, cycle within a cycle within a cycle. And it's, it's hard to and we're proceeding in. through this right now. Yeah, I've thought of that before, and I've kind of gathered that might be the case. Again, I'm not trying to be like, oh, I know, or you know, but yeah, just yeah. We're trying to understand this experience and what's beyond and creators, and it sounds yeah. like there's a creator or creators of this particular world and others, and then maybe a creator that created that, and then there's like this master consciousness that's all, but it just continues to create. It's just like, oh my gosh, it's so vast, right? We can't understand it, and mm-hmm. it'll just go on forever. And the lady, like the, the, the peach light Mm -hmm. that, you know, that I've mentioned, she, um, she is the one who has said that, um, that we have forgotten, you know, like who we are, that when the council tells us to remember and to wake up what she's trying, what she's saying is, is like a whole new level of right. what they're saying, right. which is basically you're playing. It's almost like you're, you guys, you're all playing this game with yeah. yourself. Yeah. Um, You've heard that before. She's, right? When she speaks to us, when she speaks, like when she speaks to me, I feel like she is speaking to everything mm-hmm. and everyone. Right. And when she says you it doesn't feel like she's talking to me. It's right. like she's talking to all of us simultaneously. Right. And it really is like a some kind of experience. I mean, I get chills from head to toe and tears or with, without crying. I just suddenly, you know, I have this, this teary response, you know, um, and, um, and she will say things like, you're, you guys, you're doing this this remember who you are you do not have to keep doing this but i can't figure out what it is she's trying to say it doesn't come through well enough for me i i need i i need to grow so i can hear her better you know wow it 
It's like, uh, this is my human self saying this. It just, it almost feels exhausting because it's like, you know, I'm just like, I just want to know. I want to be like, um, I want to be conscious and I want to know myself. I want you to know yourself collectively. Let's just know. And then we're happy and we're in this like heaven-like space. But it's like, no, it sounds like it's just going to be forever. And it's just going to keep splintering off into other experiences. And it's just like crazy when you think about it on that level, like, or even your guides, right? Like, that's why I love talking to people because everyone has different guides and different things that come through. Like, they're maybe a little, it's not a competition. They may be more conscious than we are spiritually. Like, their veil isn't as thick. But then they don't even know. They said they don't really, they may know of our creator, but they don't know the whole creator. So it's like, there's these different levels. And then you have that one who's even maybe more higher. And she's like, you guys don't have to do this. So there's like layers of consciousness that's fascinating. Yes. It is. It is exactly like layers of consciousness, and it is. It's quite fascinating and beautiful. And um, and you know, I just what I would hope that people would do is just start taking up a meditative practice. Um, and and you know, I get a I get a lot of grief for that, but I think that there's something really powerful and positive about being able to be quiet and be still yeah. and um and find a a mindful way to control you know your right. thoughts and your body um and to set intentions and and goals in your life you know your spiritual life your personal yeah. life none of those things are bad yeah. um they don't they don't hurt at all and, and in fact, the council is saying that the more open that you are to that, the more likely that you will um, raise your resonance yeah. and be in, in the same frequency where they're in, right. where they can actually communicate with you. Yeah, that's really good advice. So I have one more question. I know we have, sure. we could talk forever, but just, you know, I want to honor your time and my time and I have yeah. a baby I have to feed at some point, but because uh, yeah. I could talk to you forever about this, but just one more question, um, just because it's interesting. Um, um, oh my gosh, I just got, I just like lost my train of thought. These creators that come, oh, it's okay. These guides that come through to you. Oh, mm-hmm. are they living like a life on a planet doing things too, or are they literally just kind of watching us and they're here to just solely like guide us, or do they kind of like live their own lives on planets and do things, or are they mostly just kind of like observing and trying to like message through people like you do you know that so yes okay so some of them are in um are in corporeal form like like we are like okay physical place and they're doing physical things they're doing physical things that's right um and then there are beings that can move in and out of physical to spiritual um and and then my understanding is that the higher that we go and coalesce, the more that we're like this ball of energy and knowledge. Light. And I don't know yeah. that there is a material sure. manifestation of that as so much as it is almost like if you could think of like the ultimate library of yeah. everything that ever happened and right. ever will just all being accessible. Right. Um, it's like a light through love tuning energy. your antenna. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. You know, that's fascinating. So cool. Yeah. Oh gosh. I mean, we could talk forever, but this was a, a really, I think, you know, it's like, it's a lot to wrap your brain around. So I think this is really cool for people that may not be so familiar with some of the stuff. And then for some people that mm-hmm. are just, 
talking about this, just just the perspective that you're getting. And I'm just so grateful you're sharing this with everybody. I know it's not easy, and I know people can probably be pretty mean online, you know, and I've lost some friends over the last years to just say, you know, you've changed, and you're so, like, out there, and I'm trying to get messages out, and it's just, it's not always easy, so I really am grateful for your voice and your bravery. I'm grateful for you. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. Yeah. It, yeah, it, it, you're, you're right. It isn't easy for any of us. And, and I see you, I see you out there. Mm-hmm. I see a lot of us out there, you know, being very brave and courageous. And um, we're not, none of us are saying we're ha- we have the answers. Um, just I, and- I, yeah, we just want to discuss them and, uh, and share what we experience. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I would love to continue having, we can have other conversations, yeah. you know, in the future. And I would really like to do that. On your, what you. you're doing. Cause do you have a name of a show or anything yet? Or are you still just yes. kind of working on it? Okay. It's, it's called discerning. discerning and yes. And I'm trying to get it out this summer still. I know okay. summer is coming almost to a close, but I had some other things happen in my, my personal and medical sure. life that I had to take care of. And it kind of took priority and, Put, put it on the back burner, but, ah. um, uh, so we're trying to play catch up and, sure. and still get that out, but it'll be discerning and you can find me on, uh, Twitter at, um, Anjali on Gaia and, um, and I will post all the information there when, when yeah, the show I meant is to ready, mention that so. you, that's actually how my husband found Anjali and then told me you got to have her on your show because we saw you on Gaia. So if you're interested in this conversation, oh, yes. You know, check out those episodes. Gaia is obviously so, so cool, but Anjali has some yeah. episodes on there. And that's um, right. Some Jimmy Church and, uh, yeah, Cosmic Disclosure Cosmic season. Disclosure, I think it was yeah. 19 yep. with Emery. Yeah. Yeah. And I should note to the guys, have your guides told you like to go do these interviews and to share these things with the public? Is that what they're telling yes. you to do? Yeah. Absolutely. The, the press conference was, was incredibly stressful. Um, and I was even told so far, um, as to not prepare a written speech that they would guide me through the process and talk about, you know, a leap of faith. It was very difficult for me, um, to do. I wanted to be prepared. I wanted to write out a speech and, and they just said, you know, no, just, just go, just go forward and, you know, we'll be there. And, and then at the moment when it came time, they were like, okay, just spill the beans. Yeah. And I was like, what do you mean? They're like, just tell them everything. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, wait a minute. Yeah, a <laughs> you know? And that's what happened. That's so, um, so yeah. And, and I think, is it ironic are. that you worked in government and, and, and intelligence? It's like, you know what I mean? Like, I'm a, the government knows so much. And then there's people like you that work in the government that knew, knew things and know things. And it's like, it's starting to come out. Like it's ironic in a way mm-hmm. that you worked in a field that's so tight laced, but yet you have all this information. Uh, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, I do. And in fact, I have, I have some theories about that, that I'll be exploring in okay. the podcast um, with some other veterans who are also explorers and some who have worked in Intel okay. um, and, and others who have just been in other armed services. Um, and uh, you know, we're kind of starting to gather some, some hypotheses, if nothing else. That's going to be cool to hear. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I think so too. Oh. I'm excited. Yes. Well, thank you again. It was such a gift to thank have you. you. And yeah, hopefully thank down the road we can do a part two. I'd be really grateful. Um, thank you, Lauren. Okay.
Well, thanks everybody for listening. I hope you enjoyed the show and I will put all of Anjali's information in the bottom of the show notes so you can find her, her good goodness all over Twitter and her, her show. <laughs> Take care.